This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Family, country, belongings, borders, things. By the end of World War I, there were so many dead and so many people felt lied to that nothing had any meaning anymore. It was started as the war to end all wars. It was started as a war that would be over quickly, just like 9-11 was. But in the first month, over a million were killed. Everything had failed, including the systems and the elites. About 1915, something was started, and the way it got its name uh, was, the rumor is, is that they opened up a dictionary, and they, they uh, just pointed to a word, just didn't look, just put their finger down on one of the page, and the, the, na- the word was Dada, D-A-D-A, Dada. And what was born from that was the Dada movement. Now, the reason why the name is important is because in the, uh, in the dictionary, in French, Dada is a rocking horse. But in Switzerland, where the movement began, uh, it was a shampoo. In Africa, it means the tail of a sacred cow. In Germany, it's a wet nurse. In Russia, it means yes, yes. So they loved this because it meant everything and nothing. And it is the death of common sense. It is the death of, for one of the big, if you look this up, look for, um, uh, look for the first big art project that gained international attention from the Dada movement. And it was called The Fountain. And it was rejected by many museums, and all it was was a urinal turned upside down. And what they did is they took ordinary objects, and they said, that's art. It was, it was the destruction of art. It was the destruction of everything. It wasn't the beginning of art. It was the end, and it was a, um, an informal international movement and it spread from Europe all across to uh, North America. It was admit- admittedly uh, anti-art, was it not? Yes. I mean they they yes. don't deny that it was yes. anti-art. It was anti-everything. We yeah. should point out that this is coming from the 100th most important person in the world of art, Glenn Beck. Thank you very much. Right. Thank you. It's probably Thank moved up since you. that uh, probably, probably released. Thank you. Um, so it was um, they believed that reason and logic were a part of the bourgeoisie capitalist society that led people into war. And they, I want to read a, I'm going to read a quote. Um, we had lost confidence in our culture. See if this sounds familiar. We have lost confidence in our culture. Everything has to be demolished. We will begin again after the tabula rasa, which means clean slate. At the Cabaret Voltaire, which was in Switzerland, We began by shocking common sense, political opinion, education, institutions, museum, good taste, 
in short order, the entire prevailing order. So what they did is um, they believed that they had to destroy society and wipe the slate clean. And then things could begin again. And then things would make sense. But everything had to be destroyed. The tabla uh, rasa, which is clean slate. They had to clean everything up. But the cabaret... You remember the movie from Liza Minnelli. That was about the cabaret. The cabaret, that was in Germany, it, that idea, the way that was done, comes from the Dada movement. And the cabaret, uh, Voltaire, was, started out just as a regular cabaret. And then it became more and more meaningless and shocking. And it's, it started out like a regular cabaret, but it quickly... Um, became something where they started to abuse the players on stage and they would do shocking things to one another and then they would then they would start abusing the audience and they thought they were waking people up but the crowd loved it and started becoming more and more ill-behaved and so it led the culture into this nihilistic place where everything had to be destroyed These were mainly Germans that were doing this. And this is what led to the the Nazis. Because they went into the Weimar Republic and they turned everything upside down. And that's when the Christian voices came up. But they were not Christian voices. Because of World War II... Many of the Christians over in Europe, the, the, the church was already dead. And so many of the Christian voices had become socialist voices. And they had become all about the collective. And how do we help the collective? So the Christian voices over there were no longer being really led by Christ. Now, that's just a generalization. I know that there were Christian voices out there, but for instance, Niemöller, the guy who wrote, um, you know, first they came for the trade unionists, but I wasn't a trade unionist. And then they came for this guy, and I wasn't that, and yada, yada, yada. And then they came for the Jew. By the time they came for me, there was nobody left. He, he, was, a, he was a pastor, and he was a socialist pastor that believed in the collective and, didn't, and laughed people like Hitler off until it was about 37, 38, and that's when he realized, oh, dear God, what have I done? These guys are not Christians, and they are not uh, part of a good movement, and I laugh them off. They're anything but a laughing matter. The key here that I want you to get is a pattern from the from the 1900s 1914 to 1933 you see a pattern you see a a war promised optimism that it's going to be over quickly that it's going to change things and make things better and you're going to get the bad guys and then go back to normal and that leads to the destruction of the belief in almost everything, the parties, the, the, um, uh, the banks, the government, the everything. 
Uh, people are frightened. People feel like they're not in control of their lives anymore. The family is breaking down. The barriers between even what a man and a woman even is. Uh, the media betrays. No one is listening to the people. They feel as though they have been lied to. Their friends don't even make sense anymore. They go apathetic and almost dead inside um, because they don't know what to believe in. Then the cabaret starts, and I think we're already past the cabaret, the mocking of the system. The anger and the rage builds because the cabaret becomes worse and worse. Then it's the destruction of the politician, then the destruction of the party, then the parties and the politicians, then the destruction of the entire system, the destruction of the media, the destruction of the elites, the destruction of everything. As that is happening, people from two fronts or more begin to celebrate death and chaos. This is the pattern that we are repeating. Chaos, destruction. Think of Black Lives Matter. Think of what George Soros is pushing. Think of everything we've learned from the progressives and the weather underground. We know they're doing this. But there is another side to this. There is also the caliphate. They want destruction. They want the West to burn. They want chaos so they can usher in the caliphate and the promised one. Something that mainly only this audience knows. I told you then what was scary to me was there are more people calling for destruction than just and the destruction of everything and calling for chaos. There are more people than just the, um, uh, just the people on, uh, uh, on the lunatic fringe of Islam. There are people on the left calling for chaos. Well, now there are people that are calling for chaos on the right. And they want to wipe the slate clean, blow everything up, and begin again. The reason why this is going to be tough to understand all of this, and I'm going to go and introduce you to a couple of people next hour, the reason why this is going to be tough for you to understand or tough for you to uh, sell to your friends once you understand it is because of two reasons. The language they're using is so close to your language that many of your friends will be swept up in it. Remember, even the very elect will lose their way. Even the, the, even the, most, the, the, the most spiritually and religious, scriptures say, will lose their way. I understand that better today than I ever have in my life. The language that I'm going to show you over the next couple of weeks, much of it you will hear or you will read and you will say your first take will either be horrified and then you will say, dear God, I can see how people believe in that. 
Or you will say, what's wrong with that? And you will go back and read it a second time and go, oh, dear God. Remember the test that I have in the middle of the book, Liars? Please get the book, Liars. It's about progressives. Please. Um, Thank you for making it the number one book in the country. Um, Liars is available. But in the center of that book is a test. And what did we learn from that test when you guys took it? The language was close enough that a lot of the questions were hard to figure out where you're going to vote. Right. You could be swept up into the progressive movement that fast because the language was so tricky that if you don't understand exactly the meaning of every word, you're going to get trapped in it. We are the only group of people. The left has already done this. The Democrats have already done this. Um, But conservatives have not. The conservatives over in Europe already have. They've already changed it. And the words conservative, the words traditionalist, the words um, traditional family, everything, all of the meanings are being changed underneath your feet and the ground is shifting. And we are the only ones planting our flags and saying, I'm not going anywhere. We We are trapped in 1975, and we don't even know it. I'll begin to explain this next hour. Please take politics out of this, and please listen, because this is not about any candidate. This is about the future of America. Glenn Beck, The Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.